welcome to the Live Your Dreams podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia Olivia, and let's get right into it. This podcast is going to be about how to start living your life for you. And I thought this was important to talk about because I know growing up, people always tell you things you should do to have a great life. So those people could be your teachers, your parents, you know, aunts, uncles, people who have a high level of influence in your life will tell you to the best of their abilities, things that they think that you should do to live a great, happy life. When you're young, you're not sure what the right thing to do or what the wrong thing to do. You just kind of try things and figure things out until you see what works for you. But then, as you get older, what you realize is that nobody has the answers for you. Only you have the answers for you. Only you can ultimately determine what the right thing for you to do is and what the wrong thing for you to do is. And sometimes it takes you doing what you were told by others For you to say, hey, this might have been right for them, but for whatever reason, this is not right for me. And that's okay. I think a lot of times we think that people who are older than us, while they may have experience in life, you know, they may have gone through certain things, they're older than us. So yes, they do have some knowledge that they can transfer to us, but they're also transferring that knowledge based on their belief systems. And that's when things get real tricky. Right. Because a lot of, you know, even the older generations, they'll say, you know, you're supposed to go and work a job for the next 40 to 50 years. You retire at 65. And then if you're lucky, you finally get to live your life. And as I got older, I was like, that does not make any sense. Why would I spend my whole young years where I'm the most youthful and energetic and active and all these things? doing something I hate just to hope that 50 years later I'll finally be able to do what I want and they told me those things in good faith but I also had to recognize that those things came out of their belief systems what they believed to be true for themselves you know um and I began to recognize that we are all just figuring it out Nobody has the answers. And once you do enough of what people tell you to do for so long and it's not working, it's not feeling right, it's not sitting well, you decide to stop looking externally for the answers and you begin to look internally because you realize that no one can tell you the right way for you to live your life. If you're not in my shoes, if you're not waking up in my body every day, if you're not feeling what I'm feeling, you cannot tell me what the right way for me to live my life is because you don't know. You might have an idea. You might think you have an idea. You might think you know what's best for me. But at the end of the day, you're the only person that has to live in your life. And the craziest part about taking the advice of other people is that you're the only one who has to deal with the consequences of those actions. So when you do what someone else tells you to do, 
you get the consequences and ultimately you're still the person that made the decision you know they didn't put a gun to your head and force you to do it so you still have to live with the consequences of those actions even though they're the one that told you to do that that's the craziest part so that's when you start getting mad like no listen if I take your advice I'm the one who has to wake up and deal with this every day, not you. You'll be long gone about your business. I'm the one who's going to be stuck here dealing with the repercussions of these decisions. So I need to start making sure that these decisions are right for me when I make them. You know, I have to make decisions that I can comfortably live with the consequences of those actions because I'm the one that made those decisions. Knowing what the right thing for you is, is not always easy. But what I will say is that your decision-making skills gets easier over time. The more you begin to make decisions for yourself, the more you will know what the right decision feels like. And I don't think that most of the time we are taught to make decisions using our feelings. A lot of times everything is very logic-driven and logic-led. But what I will say is that Every time I have used logic over listening to my feelings or my intuition, things have not always panned out the way I wanted them to pan out. If I had an intuition that something wasn't right for me, but logically it seemed like the right thing to do, my intuition never lies. It never lies. And I always end up looking like, damn, I knew that something didn't feel quite right, but I wasn't quite sure, and it seemed right, so I went with the logical side of it instead of my intuition, which knows. Our intuition is given to us for a reason. It's our higher selves communicating to us, and the more you deny it or the more you don't listen to it, it begins to suppress that voice. So it's harder and harder and harder to hear it. But the opposite is all is also true. The more you listen to it, the more you lean into it, the more you follow it, the more you will know what it sounds like when your higher voice or higher spirit is trying to guide you. When I make decisions that intrinsically felt right to me, even if logically it didn't, even if on the surface it didn't, if intrinsically it felt right for me, nine times out of ten, those decisions always ended up being fruitful and being the right thing or leading me to a place that led me to another opportunity that the logical side of me would not have been able to see. Our intuition and our feelings communicate things to us that our five senses are not able to interpret clearly so for instance our five senses do not tell the whole story whereas when you're hearing from your higher self your higher self does not have any boundaries it is tapped into infinite knowledge and that is why it's so important to listen to it because it's communicating something to you that left up to your five senses, you would not be able to interpret. 
So if there is a burning desire inside of you or something that you feel like you need to do or someone you feel like you need to talk to or somewhere you feel like you need to go and it's a feeling that's strong inside of you but you're not sure why, there's something there. There's a reason for that. Everything is not meant to be explained with logic because logic does not tell the whole story. For instance, there's feelings like love, you know? How do you explain what it feels like when you're in love, right? It's a hard thing to explain. Sometimes it might even be a hard thing to justify, right? But the feeling that you get from it is there and it's undeniable. And I remember having a conversation with someone saying that, you know, I don't know why, but this just feels right. And they tried to get me to say like, well, what can you attribute logically to that decision? I'm like, I know logically it doesn't make sense, but spiritually, I hear myself talking to me and it feels right. It feels right. Those burning desires are there for a reason. Those hunches, those random thoughts that come into your brain, you know, just out of seemingly out of nowhere, those are all your higher spirit talking to you and trying to communicate with you and the more you listen to it the more you act on it the more it'll be reinforced the more you will see the results of listening to your intuition and listening to your higher self your higher self wants the best of you and it wants the best for you it knows that you were placed on this earth for a reason we're not here just to wander aimlessly with no purpose no meaning That's not why we're here. We're here because we all have a unique set of talents, a unique set of gifts, a unique purpose that we are here to fulfill. And how we communicate with our higher selves is through our intuition, through our feelings, through our hunches. And we can strengthen that relationship with our higher selves by acting on those what appear to be random impulses or random thoughts or hunches or For example, if you have a feeling to call someone, they might have been on your brain all day, and it's very random. could be somebody from high school, per se. And you're like, I've been feeling to call so-and-so. That's just so weird. They've been on my mind, you know. Really weird. And then you go to the grocery store, and you go to reach for a pack of chicken. Someone else is reaching for the same pack of chicken. Who's that? The same so-and-so that you were thinking about calling. Or thinking about reaching out to. And now they're here in the flesh and blood. And you're thinking to yourself, damn, I was just thinking about them, you know? And now they're here. So certain things like that. When you begin to listen to your intuition and begin to listen to your higher self, you'll notice a lot of synchronicities beginning to happen. It'll just happen to be perfect timing. You'll just happen to see someone who has this perfect opportunity for you, you know? All of these things will just begin to, quote-unquote, happen randomly. But all of that is due to you being guided by your higher self. But if you're listening to other people external to you, it's hard to hear the voice of your higher self. And that's why it's so important to begin to build up that muscle of going inside of you, listening to yourself, listening to those thoughts that appear to be random and 
meaningless and you don't know why you're getting it. It's there for a reason. If there's something that you want to do, something you've been thinking about doing, you need to go ahead and do that. Take that first step, whatever it is. If you need to go somewhere to see someone, pick up the phone, call that person, text that person, go to that place, do these things you've been inspired to do, but you're unsure why. Because only when you fulfill your end by acting on that inspiration will you see what the reason was for it. If you know what you need to do to make yourself feel happy, to make yourself feel satisfied, to make yourself feel fulfilled, you have an obligation to yourself to do that thing. You do not have to request anyone's permission to live your life in a way that feels good to you. Period. Period. That's just what it boils down to. You don't have to ask anyone for permission to live your life in a way that feels good for you. I think a lot of times we are waiting for the green light from someone else to live our life in a way that makes us feel good. And we only got one life. Listen, I'm not 100% sure what happens when we leave this place. I have theories, but I'm not sure. And right now, we got this one life to make it count, to make it happen, to live in our purpose, to feel good. Life is meant to feel good. Life is meant to live. Life is meant to thrive. Life is meant to enjoy. You do not have to get anyone's permission to do that. Do that thing that you need to do to make yourself feel good. I'll leave you guys with one of my favorite quotes from Jen Sincero. It says, Your desires were given to you by the universal intelligence that created everything in existence with the express purpose of being carried out by you during your lifetime. That means that your desires were given to you like a seed planted inside of you for you to take the action you need to bring them to fruition. Do not sleep on your dreams, guys. Do not sleep on your dreams. Your dreams show you what your future could be if you lean into your intuition and take that inspired action. Have a great day, guys.